0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Uh, that's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Lady
0: Mouse. Lady 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 mouth? Lady mouth. Lady, lady, mouth. Lady, lady mouth. lady mouth, lady mouth, mouth. Lady. Lady, lady mouth, Lady Lady Mouth. Lady 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 Mouth Lady mouth, Lady Mouse. Lady, lady Mouse. 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 Oh my god, it's like totally Lady Mouse. Hey hi. ladies. Hi, hi ladies. <laughs> this is Allie's second episode. If you want to hear how we met, um, You'll have to wait till I air the first, which will be after this one. Yeah, enjoy the suspense. We are talking about weight loss surgery today. Allie and I have both gotten it. Uh, Me in 2011, I got the DuGuadnil Switch and Allie what did you get in what year I in, know what you got but.
1: yeah in 2009 I got the lap band because that was the big new hot thing then was and the it, big new, hot thing. very not now but that's what this is this
0: talk is about yeah and in the forums they used to uh, nickname it the crap band and now I've come believe, to know it as that yeah <laughs> yeah I heard about all that guys we're gonna you know if this is gonna disgust you because I'm not saying it's going to disgust real. you, but yeah. yeah, we're getting really real, we're being on honest this. about
1: our bodies, like internally, right now about what's yeah. what that's going to be. So yeah, you're gonna we're going to tell stuff. you
0: the good, the bad, and the ugly about exactly. weight loss surgery. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the crap band. From what I heard, it fills you up with saline, like once a month or something, and right. it makes a gap in your stomach. Like, so uh,
1: I will. I'll do the quick. You want me? Ex- I'll explain. It's like a this, Rube
0: Goldberg machine. or something. <laughs>
1: so you what it is? Quick. Right, yeah. So what it is, is it's like a belt on the top of your stomach and inside that silicone belt is uh, a balloon that's filled with saline solution attached to a tube to a port. That's sewn into the side of your stomach on the inside, Jesus and if you push on this part of my stomach hard enough, you could feel it. It does creep out my husband. Sometimes it creeps me out because sometimes I forget I have a uh, like an instrument inside me. Yeah. And so the the purpose of the lap band was to inflate and deflate the the balloon the, that's at the top of your stomach that would regulate your food intake to help you feel fuller quicker to help you not eat as much. And this was an ingenious idea that was replacing a lot of the gastric bypass surgeries. And it was the new big thing then. And it worked until it didn't. And then they discovered the the problems within. So you would go and see your doctor um, every month or so and get weighed and see how you're doing. And he would, he or she would Through a through a needle into the port into your stomach, um, expel or add saline solution to tighten or loosen, depending on how you were doing. You need to lose more. You're having trouble um, with your maybe acid reflux or eating or swallowing. They will take a little out and we adjust. And they always, you know, they have your chart of how many CCs of juice you have in your band, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So that's that's the premise of the lap band. So nothing got cut or removed. They just put it. It's a device that got put
0: on your stomach so yeah why did it stop what makes it stop working
1: so as i did lose weight and then i can go back to more of the origin stories of this weight yeah um so i was about i I was probably about close to 300 pounds before i got it and i'm 5'1
0: oh yeah
1: so this is like a little you know (laughs) picture
0: yeah yeah
1: um and yeah, I was probably like 290 something at surgery or I might have lost like three pounds of freak out. I'm having surgery. weight,
0: <laughs> But it was <laughs> Did right you have there. To do a liquid diet.
1: No, that was the weird thing. A lot of people ask that I didn't have to do the liquid diet before. Hmm. But everything that started after um, I I threw out those, you know, that time probably 60 pounds total is what I lost, but that's significant on me for being a petite, size human being. Now I was always a curvy girl, you know, I'm, I'm Scottish, Italian, Sicilian. So there was always something I was never, I was thin. I didn't, I I I didn't grow up overweight. And that's the part that's a little stressful because I didn't. Ha- I know a lot of people battle with that, which is even harder. It's like I had to fight genetics. That sucks. There was like an yep. uncle in my family who was overweight. And my granddad, who was like a skinny guy, gained a lot of weight when he got older because he loved eating. That was like the one thing we had in common, right? <laughs> but for the most part, my family was a thin, fit family. My father is a phys ed teacher. So fitness was his lifestyle. And I know that's where a lot of the battle of me and him and my situation oh, within myself wow. come from. So, and where we can touch on when we go more into the the how I got to where I got and the emotional stuff. Yeah. So even though I didn't grow up as a big girl, I always thought I was fat and ugly because I definitely wasn't as thin as everyone who was technically um, traditionally beautiful, traditionally popular, those girls. So my I had my body dysmorphia head because if I look back I look back at my high school pictures I'd love to be fat Allison in high school which is like a size 12 not fat you know and and but I was like I'm so fat I'm so ugly and it was constantly in my head forever which is a shame but here we are in college um after years of always being hungry. And definitely I was an overeater and emotional eater. We can get into that more in college is when I actually really started to gain weight because now I had the freedom to live how I wanted and do whatever I wanted. And I was definitely the most emotional and crazy I had ever been. So food was the thing that entered into my life even more to be like your comfort, your joy, your happiness. And I even found Funny enough, the people like, you know, have the similar ideas as you kind of find each other. So I even found like my comfort eating friends and you're living an unhealthy lifestyle in college anyway, where you're staying up till midnight and you're like, oh, it's dinner time. Let's get Chinese. So you're eating yeah, weird things yeah. at weird times. You're eating the worst you've ever eaten. There's no health,
0: <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> so most of so them- No, I, really I did not eat gain. any
0: health in college. No. Ever. and
1: And that's when I really started to really gain weight you know, where I, it was always maybe a little battle because I was a curvy person. Not that it was bad, but I always felt like, you know, there was never a very thin Allison. Mm -hmm. I used to play sports and maybe that kind of helped it through high school because I was like, I did eat a lot. I always had this hunger. I was always hungry, starving. I want to eat. So in college is when it really hit. And then after college is when everything got put on. And I was, you know, I guess a size like, 22 24 like I said it got to almost 300 and you'd see I'd see different doctors and every doctor I'd see even if it wasn't for weight loss would be like do you ever think of surgery and I started to just you know you feel crappy coming from the doctor's office it's like I want to go get my ear nose and throat checked, and the doctor was telling me how fat I am surgery and what? I was like, I was like yeah I there were times there was this one doctor Someone sent me to this ENT because I was having a lot of sinus problems. So I had bad allergies. Older, old guy, old white guy, usually not a fan of
0: them. I left my older white guy to go to a younger <sighs> white guy doctor because the yeah. older white guy was judging me for fucking smoking. I'm like, Dude, girl, get in my shoes and then tell me you don't need those it's uh, like I organic ultralights like or
1: something. To <laughs> exactly. He was talking about even maybe like sinus surgery or something, cause it was bad. And then he started to say, but I couldn't even do surgery on you. You're so big, you'd probably die from the what? anesthesia because your, your neck would collapse on itself. And then he went on this like 20 minute tirade of how fat I oh was God. and what I should eat. And he's like, you shouldn't have like snacks. Do you eat snacks? And I'm just sitting like eyes, big, dumbfounded, like the hell is happening getting he's like you know if you have chicken don't eat the whole piece just eat a half piece and he was like going and going and going and it was like attacking 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 and he's like okay here's a prescription see you later i left his office with tears in my eyes totally crying i had to go to work afterwards it was like a pre-work thing i even wrote a letter to my um my medical insurance people to say this this doctor was like verbally abusive and hurtful good like I was, Holy he's shit. old, so he's probably dead now. But whatever. um <laughs> Just so, but that's the kind of thing that would hit me. I I started to fear going to the doctor. Most of my doctor's visits were for sinus infections and allergy related things, because that's where my problems were always. Because I was like, no matter what doctor I go to, they're going to be like, "Do you ever want to get weight loss surgery though? Because you're, you know, you're so fat." And I didn't even want to. Did pee. they
0: actually call
1: you fat? Overweight, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. I, I, am. I was too. like
1: morbidly obese, yes. From clinically, that's oh, I what I was. was. From the from the chart on the wall, that's what I was, you know? Oh yeah. But to just when they would say it's so matter of fact, like it wouldn't affect you mentally at all. And then I was against it and I was nervous. But then, but having so much of my chunk of my life being like I tried pills. I try Weight Watchers. I try A, B, C, and D. I'm going to exercise classes again. I'm going to the gym. kind I kind of get to a place and then I fall back. I get there and I fall back. And I came to a conclusion like a year before this, okay, let's talk to someone. I need help. And I'm you know, I was type two diabetic. I don't want this. I don't want I'm my heart, my liver, my everything is good. But the longer you wait with it, it's not going to be good. I don't want to develop more problems. That's scary. I don't want joint problems, you know. Mm -hmm. So we did find a really great surgeon. He was a sweet younger guy, like a bariatric dude, really cool. I still have positive feelings about him, even though this didn't go the way it was supposed to go oh well, yeah because he didn't know you know because at this time in 2009 they were like we don't do the bypass a lot because it's so invasive and it's really extreme but this slap band we've been doing it's been that successful it's our thing
0: they, yeah, yeah. they're like this me is, me is the back one in the day when they said it's so invasive it's like why make a tool to help somebody reconstruct their body yeah you know That obviously you've had all, you know, some people. Mm -hmm. I not only did I have gestational diabetes and I didn't want real diabetes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I knew that I would never lose weight unless I had forced discipline after Mm -hmm. 30 years I tried thinking I was fat my whole life, you know?
1: Here we go. This like similar story we have. So, So, yeah,
0: you finish and then I'll.
1: No, that's okay. So, got it. And it was successful for a while. Like I said, I lost close to probably 60 pounds. Mm -hmm. I didn't even lose 100. They definitely wanted me to lose 100. I was supposed to have. And even though I would go and get it adjusted, my doctor would still be like, you're losing, but it's not fast enough. And I'd be like, but I'm okay this way. Because- I wanted, it was the way food is with me and maybe it was for you. It was such a lifestyle thing. I was there to make changes, but if it was going to be so extreme, there was parts that were stressful and unnerving to be like, I'm at this party, but I can't eat. My friend wants to go to dinner with me, but I can't. Those things were tough, but I was able to deal with it. And then seeing the weight loss happen it kept me more focused to be like, I'm keeping this eating good. I'm making the healthy choices. Now I'm exercising more because I see progress. But I definitely got wrapped up in the progress because I was weighing myself every week and I was being obsessive. And if I didn't see the numbers go down, I would freak out, stuff like that. Um, we'll get, I just think we should get into you. I know I've talked so much, but the main reason why no, no, it started to go that, backwards yeah. The yeah. main reason why it started to go backwards was exactly the reason what you said, um, that what gets cut out, that hormone that oh, makes grayling. you feel hunger. It's uh-huh. a gland. The gland. Yeah, it makes they you realize,
0: emotionally feel hunger.
1: Yep. They realized that after um, me and let's pretty much the medical community says pretty much every lap band patient because yeah. they stopped doing it. It's They realized that the ghrelin gland is the thing that kept screwing us up because we would still feel like a big amount of hunger. And even if we couldn't get, and that was true, and there were things that I couldn't eat or still can't eat to get down because they get stuck and I have problems we'll get into the problem section later (laughs) but yeah I would still be hungry and then if I couldn't eat that there are still things when you have the lap band that you can eat that don't get stuck so you can be like almost you're still binging even though you have the band and the things that go through are usually a high fat content like a cheese or a cracker or you know or ice cream like something that's not going to get stuck and you're like I'm so hungry I couldn't eat my salad with my lean steak on it because it kept getting stuck but I could eat all these cheese and crackers because i'm starving well guess what has more calories the thing yeah. i can eat the thing that's not exactly. gonna make me throw up <laughs> what the hell and so they unfortunately like were like oh our bad so this happened to everyone well we just do the la- the um sleeve now and that's we'll, we'll go into more stuff but that's where i'm at is before all the pandemic and everything happened they're like all right we're gonna take that out get the sleeve let's go um but i had another surgery i had to do that I chose before that one
0: <laughs> and then obviously yeah, we didn't no, know this yeah. was happening well, that was more important that also yeah. I mean that'll also make uh you know your revision exactly. a lot easier because after I got my DS they were all about protecting your gallbladder right and, and this I, is another
1: reason why I wanted to do this with you is because I've wanted to talk to you about your surgery oh too. my
0: gallbladder yeah it, yeah
1: you know or about for your um for your weight loss surgery, because it looks like that's what I'll, in the future, get. You know, if I still can't do this on my own, but everybody just rather take the band out because I do have issues you with it. That
0: band out, yeah. yeah. I that that's but that's, why that's how I, I, I got to where it. I am in a nutshell. <laughs> that is a big ass nutshell, girl. I know, mama. <laughs> how I get in this crazy nutshell? I know, right? It's not even <laughs> tasty. No. And you know what's so funny? I
1: remember when you were about to get your surgery because you called me. I did. I was, I had a voice message from you. I was in Las Vegas Mm -hmm. going from Las Vegas to Mexico for work. I was leaving a friend's wedding in Las Vegas to go to a work conference in Cancun. And I was in the Las Vegas airport at midnight and I had a, a voicemail from you. Aww. And you were telling me about how you decided to get the surgery. And I think you said, I know you had one, but I'm going to get this. And I didn't even know what surgery you were having. I was like, i never heard of that. Whoa. And you're like, I'm going to do it. And you're just, you know, I couldn't call you back because of the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I think I guess I eventually did. But I remember that voicemail because oh, it was wow. in weird at Vegas, the, the um, McCarran Airport empty at midnight strange because there's only a few people <laughs> on a red eye and we're all just a bunch of weirdos and there was nothing open. And I was like, I have a message. And I was like, I have a voicemail.
0: Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. Oh, thank you for that. I don't remember that. huh. I don't remember every voicemail I've given. <laughs> it was at a very strange time.
1: It was like a weird moment. I was like, oh, wow, good for her. I don't know what that surgery is. And then, yeah, so go ahead. Oh,
0: oh my God. All right. So, all right. Well, I'll start at the middle then first, yeah. I guess. Uh, I don't want to unwrap the past just mm. yet. That's it. Yeah, exactly. I hear you. We do have similar stories. So yeah. when I... I prepared like a motherfucker for the mm-hmm. surgery. I went to my consultant at my local hospital. There's a mm. big bariatric center there with two doctors, um, Dr. B and Dr. G. Mm-hmm. Dr. B does a consult. It's a group of us and they tell us what to expect. You know, here's the four yeah. surgeries they do at this hospital. And I am like a research nut. So I was right. like, I'm going to look, I'm like, I don't want the lap band. I, it's either the, I knew it was either going to be the gastric bypass or the duodenal switch. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at the differences and I went on the four online forums and I got all the tea I could possibly oh. get on all the surgeries to properly decide which one would be best for me. And then, you know, I even asked the death rate oh, no. of that's the doctors. A, that's important. Oh, yeah. I. what I like, thought of. Yeah, I, I I don't, I, of course, I, me, you know me, Queen yeah. of Death, Persephone, of course, yeah. I would think about, so how many people die on this? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, tell me about the murders. Yes, yes. the murders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was one in a thousand, mm. and I thought, that's not bad odds. I'd rather save my life trying to save my life. Exactly. Or I mean, I'd rather die trying to save my yes. life than not doing anything. I knew I, I was at the end of my rope. Uh, I knew I, I needed to, I know I needed forced discipline. Mm-hmm. And the duodenal switch, like I said, it, uh, it's it's two parts. It's the gastric sleeve where they sub, uh, cut the sack out of your stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, they removed my appendix because I have never had uh, any. Thing removed ever from me i mean not even tonsils oh wow yeah my body's always been pretty healthy nice yeah even when i was fat mm-hmm. and i was fat um at surgery i was 330 pounds and oh, i'm ten. Wow. oh wow okay girl and so since i am nine right. inches taller than you i have yeah. the opposite problem where people are like you're not fat you're just tall right yeah or, you don't look that <laughs> fat yeah like, you look like 200 pounds. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm almost 350 mm. at 5'10". At I yes. needed to do something. Right. I lost weight while I was pregnant with both pregnancies. Oh wow! Because I was so fat, they said, you need to lose weight pregnant. So they put me on a diabetic diet. Pre- oh, a prego, yeah, just mm-hmm. I, this gestational diabetes. I had to eat. Yeah. So it's kind of practice for the weight loss surgery. All I did was eat meat, mm-hmm. like all the time when I was right. pregnant. I lost 50. Ten or fifteen pounds when I was on my oh, first shoot. pregnancy. Okay. Yeah, I was a cute fat pregnant chick. I I never Thanks. like totally hated myself. I did. I hated myself for a panoply of reasons, not just mm-hmm. being overweight, but because of my past from the emotional abuse from it, from, you know, my family or strangers. even right. One time in the mall, yeah. somebody walked past me and called me a beast, you Jesus know, Christ. I know. And I was like, you know, uh, 14, 13, I'm the, the worst age to get yeah, the a, worst. God age.
1: Damn. People are disgusting. Yeah.
0: And I was the second tallest girl in elementary school. I'm but I was taller. The-
1: I've heard it's hard being a tall female
0: it is when you're young i didn't i always love being tall i i am the opposite of that's cool cliche i love being tall i love having curly hair i don't try to straighten my oh my thank you for the love of
1: curly hair that's another thing i like my curls are
0: dying though the older i get it sucks
1: it's yeah i've used a lot right now when i need to wash my hair so it's a good thing you know yeah i just have a video thing now yeah
0: i have like i don't know i just co-wash now i love a pro curl Because so many other
1: curly girls I know are like, I take five hours every morning. I go, how dare you? How dare you straighten your curls? I was like, why do you hate yourself? Oh, no. I never straightened. I'm offended.
0: I am clinging to the curls I still have. I miss my curls. My daughter took all my curls. She did. She really did. She sucked them right out. And now, like, she doesn't even, I'm like, you know, by 14, I was taking proper care of my curls and she just turned fourteen and I just got her a haircut. I'm like, take care of your curls. Get those products. I know. Get she has wet frizzings. brushes. I yes. taught her to co wash. I'm like, this is what you gotta do so your hair doesn't turn into Bob Marley's dreads. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, ah. Oh. Anyway, it. sorry that was a, a mom rant. There. Mom moments with we'll Michelle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait till I have a mom episode. Me and uh, my friend are doing moms of girls. Oh, nice. Oh, that's gonna be scary. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I was. Uh, so my mo, I never liked being fat i didn't mm-hmm. again i hated myself for many reasons not i understand just fatness but yeah. i had major body dysmorphia because in my head mm-hmm. i was what i look like now thin, right like a willow tree that's all i ever wanted to be was a willow tree mm-hmm. you know that's wild yeah yeah and so it was huge body dysmorphia on my part and i've had uh conversations with i'm sure you have too you're you're transgender friends about body dysmorphia how you yeah. went through similar emotions and, and mm-hmm. stuff like i just don't feel like me right you know yeah um i understand that <laughs> yeah that's something that you can actually relate to i mean obviously choosing you don't choose to be fat exactly you know? i mean uh i mean no i'm sorry other way around yes, you don't choose to be to be one gender right you, you know you can do something about being fat right so it, it doesn't compare in that respect the right one respect you can relate like you the body dysmorphia mm-hmm. i didn't even know i mean i always hear that term but i've never really used it till this interview right now like i hear it all the time and i use it for other people
1: well, well as you know. i was on as i had been unpacking boxes when we moved and i found my old photos and i really looked through my high school pictures yeah i started to get pissed at myself
0: And I was like, fat, right? Yeah,
1: I was like, why did that girl hate herself so much? That's what I was like. She looks great. I was like,
0: fuck, Allison, what the fuck? (laughs) My boyfriend just looked at my, I showed him my junior prom pictures like a month or two ago. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you were adorable. I'm like, was I? I don't know. I didn't feel like like it. Nobody ever told me I was.
1: Same. Ed goes, he goes, you didn't have a boyfriend. I go, no, no one liked me. He's like, how Even did no, no one, one like you? Me. He's like, were you like depressed or weird? I go, no, I'm the same person I am now. I'm fun. I said, yeah. no <laughs> one liked. I had crushes on boys. They didn't like me back. I was like, nobody liked me. And he's like, well, I would have liked you. I'm like, I'm sorry, we didn't meet till now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff
1: said that too.
0: Yeah, like I would have. So I have I was, a lot of exes who have said mm-hmm. I would have totally been into you back then.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I was like, well, bummer. Because that's a kind of annoying a too, like when dudes
0: say, Oh, I yeah. would have fucked you when you were fat. Yeah. Oh thanks for nothing, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, Shut the bite fuck me. up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh great. You want uh, me to go back? Fuck yeah. Off. No, n- n- sorry, not not yeah. guys that are close to me, obviously. I'm no of I, course, I, but yeah. it's
1: you know, I'm like I I, st- I had to put the pictures down because I was like, she's not a disgusting monster. Why did I think no, I, was I was every
0: terrible. day? In well, I high school, I, was. I had my yeah. long Janice Joplin curly Yay, mess. Yay, I love that. Yeah, I was wearing mm-hmm. like MC Escher shirts and <laughs> I have worthy. to send you pictures. I have my t-shirts. baby
1: doll dresses.
0: Oh my I have god. And my hair
1: and two braids. See, now, now my you baby did dresses. Clips. Now yeah, I, I didn't get girly
0: early. until I was like 18, 19. Oh shoot. Yeah, when I yeah. started working at Tower Records in ninety-seven and I met um my now former best friend. Uh oh, right. Call her Pixie, because that is actually her nickname. And mm-hmm no, she never let us be Mixie and Pixie. Well, <laughs> I just have to say that. I say nuts That's to the her. one thing I stole back when we yeah. were friends, when we weren't friends anymore. I'm like, I'm fucking Mixie, damn it. Yeah, you no. can't take this. She never wanted to be Mixie and Pixie, but I'm like, oh, <sighs> we're best friends. Why don't you want to do that? So, I mean, while this... This woman taught me many, many things. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually stopped being friends after my weight loss surgery.
1: That's a big thing that I wanted to yeah. hear about.
0: Yeah. Because um, the friendships,
1: I noticed friendship things change with me.
0: Oh, yeah. And yeah. then um, <laughs> that I, was rough. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was like maybe she get a jealous? year and a half after. See, like, was she also big I never when, asked. She'd yeah. never admit. Was she a big girl, too? Yes, she was. I don't Mm want to like talk about her too much, but yes, she was your height, probably Mm -hmm. a couple inches taller Mm -hmm. and she fluctuated as well. Right, And her emotional mindset came from the same one ours did, you know, and you know, we had a lot of the same shit going on. She was a little more depressed than I was. I would think she's Mm -hmm. a bit more angry at the world than I am. I'm I'm hence her reaction smurf. to you. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was very tough on both of us. And you know, oh we God. just mutually agreed to never talk again one day. We were on the phone and that was it.
1: Oh, that's bad. That's a bummer. But I yeah, get, well, at least you both you're like, so this isn't working out. At least no, you both had didn't that moment. Say that. Oh she, no. It was, it was just...
0: supposed to be her daughter's birthday. And I'm like, Oh. Or uh no no no, no. Fuck. She had called me. Mm. Oh yeah. And said, are you coming to blah, blah, blah's birthday? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say any names. Obviously. No, of course not. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh no, my parents are here. I can't. And I'm like, oh, she's like, all right. And I'm like, all right. And then we hung up. and then we Wow. That again. was said. Yeah. Yeah. For the best though. Like, Yeah. Sure. It was mutually yeah. for mm-hmm. the best. I wish her nothing but goodwill and happy right. tidings. Like she rocks. She's an awesome person at what she does. You know? Yeah. But it just mm-hmm. you know, some friendship we 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 would break up and off, I'll go on and off. You know, some people aren't like meant to be there the forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. I learned a lot. So you know, yeah. But it was rough the dynamic afterwards, you know, because I'm sure I, you know, that thing when you're big, get a bigger, more a bigger girl is stand next to you. Yes, you, yes, like you look, uh-huh. Yeah, like the bigger one. Uh
2: huh.
0: I always made her look better by comparison. I'm sure. Right. That was part of it.
1: I know I probably was like that with people
0: who may not want to admit
1: admit to that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But I was, I hated
1: when I started to notice, I was like, oh, I'm becoming your fat sidekick. I don't want to do this. I
0: always felt like like you keep meeting
1: the dudes and I'm just, no, 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 no. And I like, when I would see that, I was like, I got to shut this down right now. I was like, I'm way too funny and engaged. I was like, I'm way too multidimensional to be somebody's like stereotype fat girl psychic. No, I was like, okay. how dare you? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. But
1: yeah, I, st- I, mean... I saw that happening before. And then when this happened, it was like a weirdness at times when I was when I lost like a significant amount. And they were yeah. kind of like, I don't know what to do with you, Allison. I'm like, I'm still me. If that's all you thought of me, then- Yikes to you. Exactly,
0: <laughs> right? You really, mm-hmm. like, weed out friends with that. Yeah. But then dating gets annoying, too. Yeah. I'm dating in a different state, looking different, and, like, like I don't know if the pool is different here, but... Ugh, I'm well, like, the
1: thing that was tough for me was I still wasn't thin enough for most, for most people to be dateable. It was what? still so... You know, like I mean, I guess I gotten back to an 1820 where I was at one point and I thought I looked good. I know there was still weight that I had to lose, but with my size and the the fact that I'm just naturally curvy, mm-hmm. I was like, this is this is cool. I'm starting to feel, you know, maybe more confident, do-do-do. But there was still so much like it going like I think I had an okay Cupid profile and it was just horrible because I met Ed a different way, not through online dating. Mm-hmm. And it, and there were so many. People who wouldn't get back to me or you would look at profiles, like their description, and they wouldn't say it, but they'd be like, no fat girls. And I was like, oh, I'm still considered.
0: Oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, I remember oh. that. Yeah. yeah. Like, all right, dudes, thanks. People are obsessed with the physical stuff and mm-hmm. grow up thinking, you know, getting tortured for being like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. So I had a lot of that shit. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm Should we talk water. about that stuff? No. Yeah. The <laughs> you want to talk about the side effects since you burped because I have issues. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So water makes me burp, and I drink water all day. Oh, let I'm me just, talk about like first out of yeah. surgery. I like how we're touching a little bit on everything. By the way, cause yeah. We started like talking all the dense shit. You know, I like that it's, we're interviewing each other for this because I'm like, there's so much shit in my head. That is
1: because there's stuff I want to know where I had still hadn't gotten to be like, I need to sit down with Michelle and learn about it. If I'm going to have this next surgery.
0: Oh yeah. Like, um, so my death, you, yeah, I would check the death stats. I would just for that hospital, wherever you decide to go. And the one person who died at my hospital, he died from complications afterwards that were unrelated to the surgery. Apparently Uh, that's what they said. I'm like, whatever. The good thing about
1: me is I'm, I'm, internally besides being diabetic mm. it's because of the weight everything else is like firing on all cylinders mm-hmm. so i'm like and i heal quick
0: yeah i have me like too. good
1: like mutant like wolverine healing properties so i'm a fast healer are you so yeah 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 well so remember i have when that. I got
0: that bee sting and i yeah. Yeah, I. You I got on, my first beasting ever. You stepped
1: on a bee this year. It was like last week or a few days. Yeah, ago. it was
0: like. La- yeah, it was last week. It healed like three hours later. See. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the skin. Well, it's the skin on the bottom of your foot, so it grows faster. But I swear, yeah. I could fucking see the skin. <laughs> you know, it's forming. Like, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> like some sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so. I've never had my tonsils out, my appendix out. I've never broken a limb, mm. you know. Yeah, you're yeah. never breaking a limb. Same here. Oh, yeah, breaking well, bef- a limb, club. Before,
1: before the surgery, all I'd ever had was two um, wisdom teeth out.
0: Yeah, so I've had wisdom was,
1: teeth out. I was freaking out just before that. I was super nervous, but <gasps> I did have, I like, I've got one for you. Hold on. Okay.
0: Oh, there you go oh that's good no it's just again um, um i want to talk about right i have after. a bad side
1: effect of being very gassy really that is a huge thing that came with this
0: so i absorb 20 percent of everything i eat except sugar oh
1: so right I so can't if you have really too much sugar do you get like super sick
0: oh yeah so i don't eat sugar like because i don't want to poop bright orange yikes yeah is that what happens that's what sugar processes into your body Bright orange. oh, <laughs> oh my god and it's is it like the first time you saw disgusting. that you're like i think
1: i just had an alien baby
0: yeah yeah i was like okay and so no sugar and it smells it's putrid it's disgusting wow. yeah so like so, like so it was when I,
1: like, if someone was like, happy birthday, here's a cupcake, you're like, that's going to kill me. Or do you take a bite and you're no, like, No, a right. cupcake is fine. Okay. But it was but like, 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 if you went like bonkers one day.
0: And certain kinds of yeah. sugar, you know, white refined crap sugar. The bad. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. Like, I can't. Like I can eat sugar, but I have to, you know, I have, it's just kind of something I feel now. Like I Mm -hmm. know what's good sugar and. Right. Exactly. You know, and I don't spend Mm -hmm. my all day eating sugar. I mean, pre weight loss surgery, I would live on. Were you a sugar?
1: Were you a, I was going to say, were you a sweet person? I was still always a savory person.
0: Oh no. Give me sweets. I wasn't. I just wanted
1: all the cheese and all the, I wanted just all the bread and cheese (laughs)
0: Well, yeah, and I pasta lived... that
1: could like uh, come to me <laughs> and I could put in my mouth.
0: Well, think about we both without from the it East like Coast. coming out my ears. Yeah. 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 And again and being I mean, yeah, growing I up, up with with next to the best bagel place our cuisine. in the world. Exactly. All I got was chicken cutlets on bagels with mozzarella cheese oh, like yeah. three times a day, you know.
1: My dad's gravy is one of the best, mine I'd say second. So yeah. when it was like pasta time, I could put almost why like three bowls away. You're
0: from is it a Jersey thing?
1: Here's a gravy thing. And this is what this is what Ron Ferrer says. Sauce, God damn it. It's gravy if there's meat in it. So why? That's because weird. gravy, because gravy oh, is meat, and sauce, then there's like I sauce it. if it doesn't. Yeah. So that's what my dad always said. And then I only I make mine with um, sausage, meatballs, and pork ribs. So then I say gravy too. Oh damn. But if I did sauce without it. Marinara. If I just did straight up that, then yeah, sauce. Awesome. Uh, and, and that's where and that's what Ron says. That's what Josephine said. So I'm going with the Ferreras.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, side. I think it.
1: Everyone else are. But own that's dishes. the explanation. Yeah. So I mean, and they. Well, that was the thing with my parents. They could see how much I could eat, and I know it was their way to try and help me. But they food policed a lot. And it backfired because yeah, guests used to hide did. food all over her house yep.
0: and well, secret eat. I mean, I was a latchkey kid. <laughs> oh, I same. would go to the deli yeah. right after school and mm-hmm. eat everything while the cartoons oh, were yeah. on before they came home. Oh,
1: yeah. I would eat the house down before they, because they were both school teachers, but I would get home before Yeah, them. my
0: mom was a teacher and yeah. then my dad worked in Manhattan. So, yeah.
1: The train. My, do you want to know my favorite snack? Okay, yeah, what? <laughs> I know. I said I like. I wasn't into that sweets, but if there's a chocolate peanut butter combo, that's my thing. Oh yeah. Two pieces of mare's white Italian bread, no seeds, peanut <sighs> butter and chocolate chips. So it was a peanut butter and chocolate chip sandwich. That's
0: awesome. You know what I used to do at Roy Rogers and McDonald's in the eighties and shit? Yes. I'd make my babysitter take me to like a of spot. I fucking love Roy Rogers. I and miss Roy miss them. Oh my Michelle, god. The eighties and you the nineties.
1: even. Roy Rogers Dude, was the best. Their These bacon kids don't cheeseburgers
0: know. were the best. I loved fried chicken
1: as a kid. Oh, my God. When we, Everything the, about Roy yeah, Rogers. Those, those roast beef sandwiches where you could put all the extra good times. Yeah, guys, the we box. ate
0: so well in the 80s and so 90s. Well. <laughs> Holy shit. That's so funny. Because, no wonder why we were fat. Yeah. Well, my parents, my there was a
1: lot of banned food in my house because of my phys ed my teacher father. My never bought
0: frozen food at all. We, I never got that shit. No potato
1: chips, no candy, no cookies. But pretzels and corn chips were okay, and the ice cream was light ice cream. So there was, like, the he would, like, Not there were Paris. kind of concessions. But I would go over other yeah. people's houses and snack and eat their house down. Because I'd be, like, at a friend, I had a friend here. Let's be totally honest. Do you want to hear this mess yeah, up? Yeah,
0: yeah. I didn't tell you about what I got at Roy Rogers yet, though. Oh, my God. Tell me, Roy Rogers. We're going to keep go. doing this. Well, Roy Rogers, my, I made my babysitter. I would take chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. French fries and mm-hmm. put them in a burger, and roll it in a ball and eat it like that. When oh I was six God. years old, that's, that's how hardcore. fat I ate. Yeah, that's hard. I was eating fat at a young age. Yeah, I mean it was the eighties. Who cared? I know it would. That stuff was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Here's right, my so little okay.
1: my little moment. Right, there go. was a neighbor that was right next to us who I used to play with. She was a lot younger than me, mm-hmm. but I'd always say, Christina, let's go to your house. Because her parents bought Entenmann's chocolate covered donuts <laughs> where my parents went in. Oh, those and then when the we best. get to her house, I said, Can we have a snack?
0: Oh my <laughs> Because God.
1: I wanted to eat the donuts. <laughs> because I wasn't allowed
0: to have them in my house. See, but now, I found a way. I'll tell you one thing about the DS on Instagram. That's Enten- like a drug I addict. I love the chocolate covered donuts. They are the best. I still like them. I know. Baked, they have to
1: be, yeah.
0: Baked. Fried donut with chocolate. Yeah, on it. Oh my god, they are the best. Those do not work well with my stomach. I
1: bet they do a number on you, you nope. poor thing. Because that's all. No, I they don't. Much if sugar. I am yeah. going
0: to have that, I will mm-hmm. have like a a bite. Yeah, you know, and then or I'll have a half, and then I'll have the other half like the next day. No, I will seriously split a yeah. donut. That because my, it'll like do a number yeah. on you. Yeah, and this yeah. way, it, but I don't actually even buy the donuts anymore mm-hmm. you know yeah i don't i don't like my sweet thing right now uh is uh i get granola bars with dark chocolate and like Those cherry. are fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's getting some roughage in, and right, dark chocolate is totally cool. You know, that's
1: good. That's good to know because that's the only the only chocolate I
0: like. Me too. And I go super dark. Milk chocolate is too sweet. Uh, go super dark. Here's the other thing I yeah. realized from. Uh, all right, so I trained my body for a year and a half to mm-hmm. lose how how to work with the tool that I got surgery for. Right. So my stomach can only fit four to eight ounces in it. Uh, and that's the other half of the me. DS, yeah, mm-hmm. the other half of the DS after cutting the sack off and doing the whole gastric sleeve is reorganizing your uh, internal organs. Ah. Mm, so it makes it, the yeah, the malabsorptive effect. So I only absorb 20% of everything except sugar, which I absorb a hundred. That's, that's what it was last time. okay. You know, that's. Yeah. That's what I, I mean, I was part of the research I did and I, I don't go on the forums anymore. I, I right know am. what I'm doing now. You know, it's been almost 10 years. Now. Yeah. Yeah. It's nine years actually mm-hmm. This September. Mm-hmm. Um, so I essentially trained my body. Like, it, it's like when you are fat, you know how you're supposed to eat, but yep. doing it is another thing. I knew that in oh, yeah. order to train my body to, to work properly, it's just give it a, a little bits every two hours, you know, make that metabolism mm-hmm. work. It's like a fireplace. You put a big log on it to burn fast. No, you put twigs. Right. So it's essentially, you know, the fireplace of my body. Um, you know, with with weight loss surgery, you have to eat very protein heavy because yes. the absorptive, you know, and high fat foods work. Mm-hmm. But healthy fats, like I love avocado. Whole
1: fats oh baby, God. yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean I put, I do tuna and mayo a lot with chickpeas in it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's really not, you, your palate changes after. Like, things I, you, you can tell what, the one thing I could tell is how much Americans eat and how fucking salty or sweet their food is yeah that's and a i'm big, not trying to talk about i like i'm not one but i
1: know but that and then, but then but noticing that and means
0: you step back from back, that shit yeah, yeah then
1: going back to be like used to do stuff and you're like whoa
0: yeah now i like lightly seasoned yeah. things you know right like i don't need i could taste now could, you could, and you could smell too with mm-hmm. loss surgery. Mm. I mean, I still smoke, so my taste, my palate isn't as refined, but. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I, you shouldn't smoke on it either. Guys, don't smoke if you have weight loss surgery.
1: I know they say <laughs> that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to. And you can hear, like, I'm a 42 year old woman with that deep voice, you know, thing. It's good for radio. Is it? Okay, cool. Yay. <laughs> crackle, crackle. I know. Um, and they say don't drink either. And it's usually not a good idea. You don't want to get your ass at all acidy. I don't mm. really drink anymore. I used to drink like a motherfucker. I
1: had a hard time drinking with the band and I get drunk quicker fit on less so quick now and it's like nuts and and um
0: but now you can't even do carbonated i quit the soda at weight loss surgery um and i never look back soda is just liquid crap sugar yeah liquid white sugar i'm like that's disgusting that's the one thing at least it just makes me physically ill now i think of soda but like if i you know once in a while i'll have a cocktail you know like once yeah. a month or yeah. every other month i haven't had a cocktail in like a half a year to be honest before i was quarantine.
1: never yeah i was never a huge drinker but now uh, i can't even beer is super hard for me because there was a lot well, of carbonated, stuff alcohol. anything is hard like, gets like it makes my stomach feel like it's turny because it's too heavy yeah I was,
0: my stomach's so sensitive mm-hmm. now i was never
1: a soda drinker that's one thing i can say as a kid, I never liked soda. All my weight came from oh, eating. Good. It was never like oh, a good all weight. my weight
0: came from soda.
1: Yeah, I wasn't a soda girl.
0: The- yeah. And my body, like you said, but everything genetics, else. <laughs> my yeah. mom would always say, you just see food and you gain weight. I'm like, thanks, mom.
1: That's how I felt. That was part yeah. of that was something that was said to me, too. It was almost like it was it was so easy for it to like snap on. And yeah. I again, I have aunts and uncles. I have aunts who are thin. Uh, my two cousins are like my gorgeous, beautiful models with perfect bodies who never had a problem. And then here comes like Italian looking Allison. You know, yeah. like, help me.
0: Yeah. Did the boys ever walk behind you in school and go boom, baba, boom, baba?
1: Um, no, but I would have my, I'd have my bra snapped, which I what? hated.
0: Oh. Yeah, thanks. I didn't get my bra snapped.
1: Yeah, so abusive and gross.
0: I know, right? I know,
1: right? <sighs> oh.
0: Whatever. No. Yeah. I kind of went past all that. So mm. that's it. That might be, you know, like the difference between me and the ex-friend, you know? mm they were Taurus, like someone here out there. But you're a positive Taurus, yeah. But they, I know. you know, it was a lot of anger and grudges with that person, you know.
1: I had that too. Mm-hmm. I had to work to, with the grudges. I always had my silliness, but I learned as I got older to stop holding grudges and let things go because I saw it affecting yeah, me. And it's like a more on. of a metaphysical. But that even translates into like weight and stuff too. It's like, what are you holding? Yeah.
0: Well, the one on lesson, I the, the first lesson I learned after losing 180 pounds. Mm, dude, like that's... Yay! That I'm
1: 160 awesome.
0: now. I've been wow. 160 for nine years. That's amazing. I haven't been 160 since I was 15. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome. So that was kind of my... Yay! I lost yay. a whole other me. That's I another person. I don't even give a shit what size I'm in. I just, I'm like, oh, pretty... <laughs> you know no I don't, like it's so nice to have that relief from that old mindset mm-hmm. my first lesson was I can love food but it doesn't love me back yeah and when I learned that my whole life turned around you know I was like oh shit like That's I don't thing. have to like you know eat like it's my last meal ever all the time yeah
1: I- I had one, a good, you know, therapist for the, for a bit. And she said something that I, I think of, not that I always practice it, but I try. And she says that whatever you want is still going to be there. So if you want yeah. potato chips or something, don't, you don't have to eat it. Like it's all of it. Like it's the last time you're going to have a chip. Yeah. It's going to yeah. still be there in a week. So have yeah. a few, put it back. You're fine. I will with well, the way you know, I eat
0: now, it's, I have, if I have a, all right. So I learned a lot of portion control because I'm yeah, like, I'm not wasting. The biggest. Again, back to our, you know, we're grandkids of depression yeah. era. So
1: let's make food
0: last guys. It's yeah. Expensive. I don't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't fucking waste food. But no, I had, when I realized what portion control is, I don't need to make that much food anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I just make a half portion of what I used to make and then I eat something and then two hours later, oh, or I eat for like a a bit and then I actually have to like push the food aside and hold it for like an hour later or whatever. I need I call it a food break. But you'll feel, will you just feel full- you just feel sated yeah i don't feel emotionally hungry anymore and that is the biggest thing with me here's our difference right here i know that my body just need input you Mm -hmm. know and that's it the emotional hunger yeah came back and is so
1: real for me and emotional eating was always emotional eating from day one was always my issue and that's what's so crazy is because you know, people can point to a bunch of different things and say, Allison, you're you're fat because of this, this, and this. And I'm like, I was born hungry, but there was an emotion always attached to it. Exactly. So I'm happy a meeting. I'm sad a meeting. I'm angry a meeting.
0: I'm happy for that person a meeting. I'm at this party I'm at this thing. The food just a- made me happy. I just yeah. wanted to keep being happy because exactly. everything else was shit.
1: It was a you know? thing that was always comfort and emotion. And then Yeah, and I'm that- a
0: cancer. We're all about comfort. Yeah. Like comfort so food is tourists. the thing I cook the best. Yeah, well, that's yeah, why exactly. we're so good together. Exactly. Like, yeah, cancers and Tauruses go together like peas and carrots. Seriously. And mashed potatoes. <laughs> and fried chicken. That's <laughs> and mac and cheese. Give yeah. me all the fucking comfort. Hello. Oh, wow. Exactly. Yeah. Or oh, I used to get your eyes are bigger than your stomach. I'm like, yep. I hated that. that, that, I, yeah, that I'm like the thing uh, my
1: parents would say, and I know they were being helpful because they're not, you know, nefarious people. Yeah. They'd be like, aren't you full? You already had. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And they'd be like, you already had that, but you already ate that. You still want more? And that would be the thing. But then I would take it as a combative measure and I'd be mm. like, no, I want it. And that's where I would either eat it or sneak it later. Yeah, that's it's really hard came
0: to from. talk to it. Take it from me now; it is extremely hard to talk to a teenage daughter. I can't imagine about any fucking thing. I feel they so, My mom just <laughs>, laughs at me now. Oh, she watches you and your kid. And she's like, Man. she's like, How do you like that? oh yeah, total full circle. Oh, geez. I'm like, goddamn, and my oldest daughter; she's the best kid in the fucking world. Yeah. There's nothing, like, I ever complained to her about except cleaning her shit. Right. You know? Like, but, like, you know, so it, it, trying to talk to her about emotions, and she's mm-hmm. like, ew, no, go away. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm, just, mom I'm, like, I'm just not going to yeah. talk to her until she turns 18.
1: Yeah, then she can <laughs> have
0: the emotion chat. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, my God try saying anything if i talk about brushing her hair she'll just take it as a criticism yeah
1: it was i sh- i internalized 14. it yeah and that's where i would hide food sneak food yeah do whatever i wanted
0: because i was My like mom would you can't tell me and be hypercritical of me mm. about being fat and uh she would also take me to fat meetings when i was oh, a teenager really? yeah it's where constantly that's nag, tough, constant. It's I my just never heard the end of it. I just got beat up for years. Because and not of, just by yeah, her. Right. And it's not something I hold at, you know, it's a long water under the bridge. You know, same, same thing
1: with my it's my dad and I, because he comes from the physical health education. Yeah. You're living with a phys ed teacher. So if you and he wasn't the cliche phys ed teacher where he was like distant and cold and like a, you know, like a drill sergeant, because that's yeah. not my, my father. No. But there's always going to be the health and the physical perspective. And he's like, well, let's go for a walk. Are you sure you're hungry? You had lunch. Or didn't you have enough? <laughs> but all that stuff he didn't realize. And he yeah. would sometimes say things that weren't that savory about looking or whatever. I'll, you know, And I think he'd be the first to admit that he took wrong turns and that sometimes it was hurtful. But I know he was mm-hmm. trying to like... if he saw the possibility because his brother was a big guy so it was like it's genetically in there even though my dad was like captain fitness or knew you know just because of my body type I was predisposed but to try to like guide and push me into that for him to do it never worked because I took it as fully a battle and I was like no you can't tell me you can't make me or Again, why don't you love me the way I am? You're trying to change me. So all of that ended up being negative to me. And it was where he was trying, he was seeing it through the eyes of like, I'm going to help my kid. And I was like, no, screw you. How dare you? And then this yeah. happened. You know what I mean? And then I got to where I was. And he and I have worked through that and we've actually talked about it, which is like a big thing. Good. So so the same, but it's it it was tough and that's, part of where like oh, yeah. my issues all came from because yeah related related and body image related
0: yeah of course I mean yeah. I I I I am not one to hold any kind of a grudge you know I, mean, I can't
1: when I learned I, I really could with my yeah.
0: yeah after I turned 18 my parents mm-hmm. and I had a much better relationship same only got better for the same next
1: now we're like years. friends yeah. they're my, yeah, my parents are
0: my best friends yeah <laughs> however Mm -hmm. yesterday not yesterday a couple days ago they came they visited and it's been four or five months whatever yeah and they were like oh you're too thin what'd you do lose weight and then they got home later that night. My dad uh-huh. calls, Oh, just carve up a little, eat some sweet stuff. Oh my dad, God. Doesn't After work all those that years? Way. Yeah. I was like, You're oh, like, really, what you guys? <laughs> I know, because I lost five pounds. I'm 160 now. I'm usually 165, actually. Yeah. Okay. I've, I, I It's literally, mm-hmm. I've never diverged. You know, mm-hmm. I like, go yeah. up one or two pounds, but that's yeah. my base. Like the seasons
1: will change. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I'm at 160 now, Mm -hmm. and um, they just think I look too thin now. I'm like, it's quarantine weight. I lost muscle, too, because I'm not massaging. Right.
1: I actually am not eating as much as I think most people assumed. Not that I would, or most people assumed people would. Because I realize most of my eating's at work, and I'm eating at work because I'm stressed and angry. (laughs)
0: Oh, see now, being a massage therapist is uh, lucky for me because you don't have snacks in your. your no, but idea. I don't do more than two hours of massage in a row without a break mm. because I have to pee, I have to eat, I have to yeah. take vitamins, and I have to keep my body strong. Like mm-hmm. I, I never had discipline or willpower before weight loss surgery, and mm. that that weight, loss, bariatric, the bariatric tools I received through surgery. Yeah. And help me discipline the fuck out of myself. I don't care that it was forced. I needed forced. There was yeah. no way I was going to do it myself. Right. I tried to go to gyms, you know. Boring. Yeah. And now I'm really into health and fitness. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a massage therapist. I love yeah. muscles. I never thought I would have a fucking muscle ever. Yeah, that's and now, a biggie. Oh my God. Having muscles <laughs> is the fucking best. It is oh great. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. You get stuff and, done.
0: Yeah. And I started getting all the tattoo work. I'm like marking mm-hmm. my body all pretty. Like, look at my pretties, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I consider all of it me being as. The best girly me I could be, you know. Right. I I fucking love being a girl, and I always wanted to dress like one. And now I can, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In fact, I just donated five black garbage bags full of clothes that I've bought over the last, you know, five years. At you know, that I, awesome. I shit I bought just because I could fit into it, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> never wore it. It goes donate, you know. That's cool.
2: For, yeah I, to someone else's get a little fun bit time
0: of, yeah, yeah, yeah you get yeah. a little bit of that that that's good that I, you know again the 90s trained us to thrift shop yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know i never spent too much on clothes but mm-hmm. I got, you know you go to a thrift store you see cute little dresses oh five yeah dollars. that's like fun time do it yeah it's like i don't even have to look at the sides <laughs> i know i'll fit into it <laughs> that's ah, perfect it's fucking awesome it's a freedom it, it's a really big freedom mm-hmm. but you know, and you know, one thing I stopped doing when I wasn't fat, I stopped validating myself through dudes.
1: Oh, when I was there fat, you
0: go. Yeah. That's I, huge. When I was fat, I thought I can never get dudes because I'm mm-hmm. fat. So when I get a dude, I was always needy on him. Right. And I'm sure a few of my ex-boyfriends on Facebook can attest to that oh. <laughs> time period. Yeah. Needy bitch. Mm -hmm. But, and then when I got thin for myself and I, and it wasn't just getting thin. The first thing after losing the weight was as I was, you know, I hit the 100 mark, the 140 Mm -hmm. mark, whatever. The one thing I noticed was, Hey, I got rid of my main problem, but I'm still the same asshole. I got to fix that. You know, that's the biggest thing. People need to fix their mind as well as you know. When they get this body surgery, they need to stress getting talk therapy. I
1: this is the biggest thing. And I remember when you had sent me the list of questions. You're like, "What's the thing you'd recommend?" Yeah, <clears throat> this is what I was going to say.
0: Oh well, I was going to ask you eventually. You have when we to. Wrap up.
1: No, this is the you brought up, and I'm so oh, happy. Oh right, my good. All right, yeah, you therapy, do it now. and that was the biggest thing with my surgery. Pre and during that, I didn't have that. I try that. I went to get after like some of my weight came back, and I'm struggling. Um, I don't have that person now, but I'm looking for someone else. If you're thinking of this or whatever, go get a therapist because yes. that's where it all starts. It just yeah. like you said, Michelle. It all starts here, and I any good bariatric team should have a therapist. Mine had one who was sporadically there, but not there. It was more of the nutritionist than the doctor and the therapy piece. I realized through all of this and the, the surgery backfiring mm-hmm. is that therapy was the biggest thing that yeah, should have been there need, the whole time because therapy
0: yeah you just a, a
1: nutritionist telling me don't eat pizza just eat an apple isn't gonna fuck <laughs> yeah. up. apples are sugar and carbs and no. the apples suck anyway yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's like this skinny nutritionist telling me and i would have been like oh i have had you a skinny nutritionist fat? too don't you, Do you even, want to eat even them? know what it's like yeah I mean, <laughs> did you even know what it's like inside for me to struggle with what's yeah. going on in my head I was but, like, and now fat is, that. it's okay
0: now aren't you a little mad at that <laughs> i'm like well, what i would have been a goddess now yeah. fuck you all what well, i know it's so funny well that's that's something I for me been the next lizzo shit she's so awesome i well, fucking love her i know well that's so something... her with her body pause yeah
1: well that's something for me that i still i look to because here's the other part of it. You're
0: fucking exquisite. Like, I, that's another thing. I don't look at people now and think of their bodies. I just look at people as right. people. And I always kind of have anyway, but. Yeah, yeah. But I know a lot of people
1: go, oh, how much they all get attacked or plus size models or like beauty influencers. I used to be really jealous. Of who get like super attacked for being plus size and being like proud and I'm wearing this and, you know. I st- I follow and look to them because that positivity that they carry that I see, I need regardless still. Like I'd, I I want to see it. It makes me feel good. I'm never going to go get to my goal and continue to do well if it's all negativity. Some people, negative reinforcements, their thing. It was never my thing. No. And it doesn't work. If someone's telling me you're fat, you're ugly, everyone hates you. I don't know how that was supposed to make me lose weight and be feel great. It makes you feel like shit. I'm going to eat more and want to curl up in a hole and die. I don't understand yeah. that. So anyone being negative and hurtful where they're thinking they're going to help me doesn't. And mm. if you need to be that way to me, you can please cut yourself out of my life right now, you yeah. know, to yeah. everyone out there. Cause that's not going to work and never did. It makes it worse. So I seeing like all the, the models and Lizzo and actresses and singers Act, Embrace like, it. Here I am. I'm gorgeous. Give a I'm, fuck
0: about their yeah. Yeah. I
1: follow them on Instagram. I like their pictures. I was like, I want to see all of this because I'm me here. I am right now still. Okay. Now I'm, now I'm back to being like, all right, I need more plans and I've got to do something else, but I can't feel like shit while I'm doing it. I need to feel beautiful and awesome. While I'm still on my journey, or it's not gonna go forward for me.
0: Yeah. And that's the way
1: I am. You and know, I
0: didn't feel, I yeah. felt like shit. And that's where the I therapy like, comes yeah, in I too to be helpful. Be tall flower. <laughs> right. You know, cause people didn't know I was 5'10, cause when you're fat, you look shorter. Right. You know? Yeah. And when I lost all the weight and I sit up straight now, and then you're just, yeah, you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like a, Grecian statue or something. Mm-hmm. People are like, I didn't know you were so tall. I'm like, off oh, my life, it was always there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I probably could stretch my spine now more. Right. Right. Sorry. Oh, no, and not having big boobs is awesome. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> oh my god, I never wear a bra anymore. It's fucking <laughs> awesome. I oh, can bras, naturally crazy. let my chest muscles be themselves. Right. Know? Not wearing a bra is fucking freedom. nice I was a 42 double D before surgery That's I am um, a 34 C I think um, I'd have to check yeah but I'm past the D's Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Do you know? Oh, I'm what, fine uh, with it. Oh, I was gonna it's say, you have great boobs. I, like. I, I love boobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, in my first episode with Steph, you know, you know how um, what Steph's boobs look yeah, like? Yeah. I'm like, don't ever lose your boobs. They're mine. <laughs> like, I need to put my head in them and cry and sleep. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> Big boobs are awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it, boobs mean mother, man. Right. But Mm -hmm. having tiny tits, let me tell you, it is the best. Did you have a new
1: experience in a whole new world?
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. It is. Oh, my God. It is magic carpet ride.
2: (laughs) That's awesome.
0: (laughs) um, Yeah. yeah, uh, No, but on therapy, I I did a lot of therapy. I did a lot of self-therapy. I did a lot of... I mean, I suddenly liked myself again. I had to teach myself to like myself.
1: That's the biggest part of this. I had to teach myself to love myself. Mm-hmm. You know how hard that was? I, it's, I still have my days,
0: you know? Oh, I'm yeah, a lot better yeah. than I used to be, but girl, I'm not going to lie. Well, I never stood up for myself <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the past. Now I'm like, mm-hmm. I stand up for myself now. Yeah, exactly. I'm way less of a pushover now. Yeah. My kids walk all over me now. I think that's how it's supposed to be, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm cool with that. They can yeah. walk over me. I don't let anyone else do it, though. And I don't let, like, you know, because I thought, like, I'm nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. And now yeah. I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm awesome. Yeah, exactly. I'm awesome, and everybody's awesome. Yay. That's, and, you know,
1: no, I- but that's such a, it's, it's so, so important. And I, as much as I like the first, like, bariatric team I had, I wish that was a part of it, because I yeah. know that was also a part of, that's what's frustrating for me. So where I, I am had to go right search now, it
0: for myself, honestly, yeah. I went through a couple of therapists.
1: I, I wish they had that. I wish I realized how important it was to like insert it into my life, even though they didn't have like a standard person I should have seen. But that's the most important thing with this right now, because I have a lot of guilt about gaining weight back. And yeah. I'm have a lot of self-blame and a lot of frustration and that's something that it's like I haven't even I'm I was even embarrassed once the weight started to come back to go and see my friends and go to parties and go out in public I'm like they're gonna see me again and they're gonna be like what happened to her I thought she was supposed to be thin you had surgery you lost weight I don't know if they're thinking that I hope they're not I mean my friends love and Uh, care about me but uh, but i couldn't but i had so much anxiety about like what's the unspoken truth of allison and i've disappointed them because they were expecting thin allison and she didn't she was there and then she's gone or i have friends who are overweight who lost weight without surgery and have kept it off and i haven't so i look like a loser failure to them. And while I'm happy for them, wow. it makes me feel shitty about myself. And I want to walk in front of a bus. And yeah. I was like, oh yay, you lost 10 more pounds. <laughs> 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 and I'm just like, and then I internalize it as like, that means you're a failure, Allison, extra failure. Yeah. So, so that's that's also tough for me because I I'm, I'm supportive and I'm glad their situation worked for them and I'm still struggling through mine. But it's the embarrassment. Um My surgery wasn't covered by my medical insurance for my work. Not that I wasn't a candidate, but my work decided to leave surgical and non-surgical weight loss off of our insurance to save money. So at the time through my job, I wasn't even covered, but my parents took out a loan and made an agreement with a price with my doctor to get it done. So then I had the guilt of, I made them waste their money. Oh. because you know so that's on there too so that's why therapy is something I know I need to find again yeah. before I start this again yeah because that's all this like
0: well there's other I have to go through <laughs> well there's other things too post weight yeah. loss surgery like for one the melted candle effect you know okay tell me about skin, the apron oh yeah you know but the joke is we look like melted candles and you have to be fucking prepared for that. Mm. Cause I read an article once of this woman who was just so miserable with her weight loss surgery and was blaming yeah. the surgery. And I'm like, well, I don't, I didn't, I didn't read anything in this article where she was culpable for anything she did to herself, you know? Mm. Yeah. Because surgery is a tool. It's you have not to be a, a part, magic yeah. fucking bullet. You exactly. got you to, to put the work in. You yeah. got to love yourself enough to put the work in. Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't get that. They just, oh, look, I lost the weight, and then, you know, I, I can look at my body and look at the loose skin, which mm-hmm. I, in my state at least, um, even it, plastic surgeons don't. They don't consider it nobody takes fucking insurance let's just I know say that. that's the
1: part that's so
0: that it's I think the most so unfair. like it's medically necessary <laughs> yeah it was medically necessary because we're fucking morbidly obese but it's not medically necessary to like f- yeah. help out when because plastic surgery is such an, uh, an expensive racket yeah it, it, it means the plastic surgeons don't get you know yeah like why didn't they fucking think of a way to fucking market to bariatric people exactly, and give us fucking like, yeah. insurance on it? Mm-hmm. That's
1: you know? what that upsets me about that. I'm just
0: yeah, very frustrated. That's so annoying. People, guys, people go to Mexico to get their skin removed. Is I, that a thing? Is it? Yes, it's a I thing. I didn't even know. Well, people okay. go to Mexico to pay less. I mean, that's insane. I wow. mean, I would consider going to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I mean, I've had it for nine years. Mm-hmm. What, what I did is I, all right, I became a massage therapist because right. let's face it, I was born one. And you build uh, up muscle tone. Yeah, I build up muscle yeah. tone. I massage myself with coconut mm-hmm. oil and mm-hmm. CBD, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've tightened my own skin over the past nine years. Is it perfect? Fuck no, but I I That's have no deal. problem with my loose skin. And if yeah. you're going to have a problem with your loose skin... You know, you got, I'm sorry, some of you may have a problem looking right. at loose skin. Look at people with loose skin or, mm-hmm. you know, go to, uh, if you think you're going to have a problem with loose skin, get therapy because you're going to see yourself. So right now. That's important.
1: The therapy, yeah.
0: Yeah. So right now I see myself as I've always seen myself. Mm-hmm. Even when I was a kid, I could just look down at myself and go, hey, hey, that's me. It, didn't, right. it doesn't matter what size now, but I still see the same person I did at this different size, which is yeah. really interesting to me because I realized like I shed the pounds and I shed the um, emotional forbearance yes. of that. Like I would look at me and when I was, yeah, I just, I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm bad. Oh, no, I got you. <laughs> But yeah, the, the stuff, the post-surgery and for, you know, think about this. I take a ton of vitamins a day. We have mm-hmm. to take high potency everything. Right. I take 50,000 IUs of D a day, you know. D is the
1: biggest. It's still for me.
0: Yeah, D is the biggest. I take yeah. 50,000 IUs, which means I get 20% of that. So is that a prescription then? No, there oh. is a great website called vitalady.com. Can you please send it to me or put yeah, it in, of course. Like in the show you notes? You could go on Amazon and get, got, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. Get, I'll put vitalady. She was the big one when I was getting my surgery that supplies to the bariatric people. And That's cool. there's like one customer service guy, Don, and he's awesome. <laughs> nice. And like, I order my pills every month or not every month, every couple months. I stopped yeah. up for quarantine nice um there's some other things though like that fear like if I'm somewhere foreign and I don't just mean a foreign country just unfamiliar territory oh yeah let's talk about this stuff yeah am I gonna be able to get the shit I need like I think about travel now and I Mm -hmm. feel like if I'm gonna travel it's gonna be no further than Europe from now on yeah I'll be in the you know I don't I don't want to. I don't need to go to India and Asia anymore. I probably would not be able to eat in those places and mm. or drink water. I'd have right. to bring. You know what I mean? I know. I said I'm not just talking about foreign travel, and then I started talking about foreign travel. <laughs> but like if no, I'm at someone's house and they're hanging, I'm hanging out. If I'm going to be there for hours, I need my exit plan. I need a bottle of water on me yeah. at all times. I need mm-hmm. multivitamins on me at all times. Mm. God forbid, and and like. I have to make sure. Hey, are you feeding me or am I going back? Or I go yes. home and cook. I cook a lot. I cook more than I ever have. And cooking That's big. is just so much better. Yeah, and yes, my cans of tuna are my lifesaver. Yeah. You know, put those chickpeas in them and yum. I like you know. it. Oh, and pain meds though. Think about this before you get weight loss surgery. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I... Take we do, we can if you've had weight loss surgery, you cannot take sustained or release pills. You That's just right. absorb them all at one go. Yeah, let the advil goodbye. Yeah.
1: Ulcer talent or it's If bad. you take,
0: yeah, if you take, you know, a 200 milligram NSAID. Oh, with the duodenal mm. oh, with the duodenal switch, you could take NSAIDs, but with the gastric bypass, you can't take NSAIDs. You
1: can't take NSAIDs with the
0: all right see i could take NSAIDs. that was a biggie
1: i remember the sheet they gave me was like do not take in like capital letters
0: yeah you gotta like, okay. think of all this yeah. stuff you know and uh you know like i said that former friend never helped me she would make fun of me i didn't tell her she i was made getting fun after your surgery no she made fun of me before i got it she's like i hope you're used to diarrhea <laughs> You know, she would say shit like that to me. She was not helping. You I didn't came even from tell a her. Place I self hatred getting... is where she's coming from. I think so. Yes. I don't know. 100%. But like, I didn't, I hid it from her till like a month before. I oh. didn't tell her because I knew she would judge me. Oh, like,
1: that God. was our relationship. So... Oh. End. Girl, I'm glad she's not in your life anymore, sis.
0: I'm glad Dice. I'm not in her life either. Yeah. And we were bad for each other. I, I'm sure she's doing great. From what our mutual friends tell us, she is doing great. So uh, you know kudos. But yeah, it was just we weren't good for each other. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, and rough. I don't you know, I'm sure I don't care if she hates me or not, I don't hate her. It's not right exactly. No, but that's it was of we kinda of fucked each other over up. It's tough. Yeah, yeah it's tough. Um anyway, you, but yeah.
1: So you had so um some crazy side effects. My situation that's still very stressful is even though I've gained weight back I still have a lot of trouble eating at times and food will still get stuck so that's the thing with the lap I know that I don't sucks. think it happens with you food getting stuck with the oh, lap no. band do you have that
0: oh no yesterday no. I haven't thrown up since the first two years of weight loss surgery okay oh, if you gosh. eat too much you can throw up let me tell you that so like the first two weeks my mom was watching after me i wanted Mm -hmm. eggs and she made me two scrambled eggs right and i took two bites and i threw up so you have to get used to that too you have to know that you can't stuff a ton of food in your mouth and swallow you have to chew Mm -hmm. that's the biggest now you should chew your fucking food when I see people eat and I
1: actually was always a slow eater, but this just made me slower. Yeah. When I see people eat fast, I get anxiety and I'm not even eating fast, but I start to get freaked out for them and just for what it would happen if I was eating that fast. I'm like, Oh my God, you're going to, because that was, that's the biggest, that's a big thing with the lap band is the slow eating and the chewing. But even with that, or the thing that sometimes happens is if i'm so hungry and i've like messed up my day and then i'm like oh no it's time to eat and i start to eat but i'm trying to be mindful of how i have to eat sometimes stuff will get stuck yeah, and sometimes stuff sucks. will get stuck if i'm doing it right this is the worst part of the lap band so when food yeah. gets stuck with the lap band it feels like there's a knife in your chest it's this horrible sharp pain and it won't go down and water or any, anything people are like drink water does it flush it down? I go no. Everything just gets impacted on it, so it just keeps oh, rising. Wow. So if you, so if I can't get up and do it myself, as in starting to walk around and move around, or starting to like move the food down through me, like maybe swallowing or burping, you can massage your
0: esophagus.
1: Yeah. Then it starts, I start to hiccup violently, really loud, violent hiccups, which are super embarrassing. And this has happened in parties and in public and at work and awful places. And then I have to run to the bathroom because pretty soon that food is going to shoot out of me exorcist style. Oh God. Like it's a, it's like a, a forceful, almost like, I call it like a hairball, like mm. a cat that's like, <laughs> and I, you can't <laughs> stop it from happening. And you better hurry up and get to like a vessel that's going to hold yeah. whatever's coming out of you. So there's a lot of anxiety still. When I go to a restaurant, go to a friend's house, go to a party, be like, where's the bathroom? I got to make sure I know where it is. I got to see what all the food is. So mm-hmm. I'm like, what can I, can I eat? What's going to cause problems? Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of embarrassing, awkward times in my life where I had yep. to keep getting up and grunting to the bathroom and the people at the party Sometimes or the situation. Yeah, they the don't know. Yeah, or they don't know why Allison's left the table five times. There's this one time at a restaurant with my husband and my in-laws, where we were eating hibachi and that chicken just wasn't working and I just couldn't it could it kept getting stuck and I something was wrong that whole day with me and I feel like sometimes maybe it gets swollen and I have problems eating certain oh. days and I kept having to run to the bathroom to throw up my food because it was all getting trapped and I was mm. like I wonder if they just think maybe I'm bulimic at this <laughs> point and I was like because Allison just keeps or she's having like you know stomach issues because I'd kiss having to be excuse me, get up, go. I try and eat something one more excuse me, get up. I had to go like six times to the bathroom because I couldn't get my food down. Wow. There's stuff like that that's so that embarrassing and horrible. And you're in the bathroom and you're just like throwing it up and more of it's coming up because you're being forceful. So more of it's getting stuck as that stuff that went down is now getting stuck again. So now everything you've eaten is gone. So now you're starving because you've just emptied all the food you have, but you can't get any food in. So now you're hungry and you're embarrassed and you're trapped in the bathroom and you're with in a social situation. You're like, I don't even know how to explain this to the people who don't even know I've had surgery. Or even if you look at me and I'm fat and you're like, Oh, she's got, she had lap band surgery, but she's still, that's the part that's frustrating is that I'm still having problems eating and keeping food down sometimes, but but i have the weight back.
0: Yeah. I'm like, that's not well, fair. Well, that's what happens <laughs> to the gastric bypass people because they yeah. have, um, they don't have a pylorus valve like I do. And it oh. just passes through. And Is that uh, the dumping yeah, stuff? Yeah, the dumping stuff. And if they, they could just drink milkshakes and beer and but my stomach will stop me, like yesterday. Okay, so here's my whole saga of this week. I feel like first first month of weight loss surgery time or something. So my parents the other day said, I'm looking too thin. My dad's like, why don't you just carve up a bit? Eat some sweet things. (laughs) So I fucking, yesterday for dinner, I made fillet London broil, Mm -hmm. and I made mashed potatoes and mac and cheese, and I ate... I mean, I'm meat heavy. I yeah. have like a scoop of each carb, right? But still, I tried to carb up a little, <laughs> and then it's like an hour after dinner. Uh, me, my co-parent, and my boyfriend were sitting down watching TV, and mm-hmm. um, I started drinking water, right? And I drink a lot of water. I yeah. oh, I'm constantly peeing. By the way, See, I, same. <laughs> I go to the yeah. Um, I'm always water. Yeah you have to also make sure you never get dehydrated. Apparently when you're fat, um, you must have stores of water in that body. I, I th- yeah. I don't remember getting fucking dehydrated ever when I was It was back. a camel thing, I guess. I didn't even know. <laughs> I had to go to the ER twice to get banana bags. Cause oh, you I, did? In the first two years. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: wow. For it's being just dangerous.
0: If you don't know what you're doing with weight loss surgery, don't fucking get it unless you yeah, find out true. everything. Yeah. And that's why I felt I was prepared to do it when I did. Because mm-hmm. I, I read the history of the DS. It started in 1987, mm. by the way. i got a laparoscopically by the da vinci machine for my surgery which somebody i know helped create Yeah, i'm like oh i'm in good hands you know (laughs) or he did something in the construction of the da vinci machine he works in new york a prominent new york hospital yeah and i'm like uh, so i found out everything everything Mm -hmm. that could go wrong everything that could go right i've known people that have some horrific problems like Mm. some bad problems with the ds anyway so i'm drinking water i'm drinking water mm-hmm. and suddenly i'm getting nauseous and it's like an hour i don't know half hour 45 minutes after dinner i don't know somewhere to that oh. and i'm like why am i getting nauseous and then i took a uh, i had to take one of my vitamins and i drank water and then my body was like no bitch you ate too much wow. and i had to throw up Water. Oh. I threw up water. I, it's because i love water yeah i fucking love water Me too i always have i know comforting. i don't have i had two bottles this interview so far at this interview our chat so yeah far, <laughs> and i'm like i need more water mm. like i always i'm always dry it feels yeah not always dry i don't Great. mean it in the negative just like water is awesome yeah you agree. will really love water after you get weight loss surgery that's but yeah so, so i threw up i hadn't thrown up. i felt like such a rookie i'm like really <laughs> and you know not eating as much sugar makes your farts uh not smell bad so That's like i don't really eat sugar too much anymore either
1: i get um the other thing that really sucks is um um a lot of like not a lot but like acid reflux
0: sometimes yeah or i, I don't could, eat a lot of acidic foods
1: like there's something with the band that started it started after i got the band where it would be like you could feel it was like when your stomach growls but it's like in your chest and it's so audible that i know People can hear it and I was like oh I sound like um I'm possessed by oh you demon and ear it's ear like a crazy noise. yeah and I'm
0: like I'm yeah. sorry I can't control it no I love my little it's body gurgles it's like <laughs> and it comes up my husband many, laughs like, at air me air travels through goes, my it's
1: talking I was like yeah the yeah. monster inside <laughs> it's, the stuff. it's so cute
0: <laughs> I love when he talks. I'm like, what's up? Are you hungry, boy? Hey, bud. It's Timmy down the well? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. It's been about two hours, so I have to eat and pee. See, it's like clockwork. Yeah, Yeah. and I love being a hobbit with that. I am a hobbit. Well, it sounds like, I mean, that's the way to go. Right
1: now, because oh, it's yeah. are time for surgery. I'm going to, I'm going to, well, we're going to start doing like keto stuff. Oh, cool. More high pro, stuff I would, had to do anyway, even before this, because it was like, if I'm pre-diabetic or diabetic, mm-hmm. protein, vegetable, low carb, no. Yeah. First. I was like, Ed, let's do this and then see where it gets us. And then, you know, if it's time for surgery, when there's surgery time, then take the lap band out. But Oh, Maybe I'll yeah. be in a better place for that or whatever. Yeah. So I'm just trying to stay all yeah. positive, girl. Yeah, you need, to, you need to get that out, girl. <laughs> yeah, it's just the keeping positive and not being so disappointed with myself. But talking to you about it and learning I more about it means... Yeah, I, no,
0: it does. Every time I record, I'm like, what the fuck am I saying? Am I saying stupid shit? I'm saying no. stupid shit, aren't I? <laughs> So I'm like, I hope I didn't say any stupid shit to her. I hope I'm some just of this helped somebody or at least they understood
1: the differences. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. What it's like from both sides. You have to really be committed. I was yeah. committed. I didn't want to get diabetes and I wanted to live to raise my fucking kids. Right. I don't think, you know, the whole, it wasn't about vanity for me. Everyone that, you know. Just that being healthy because
1: you have stuff to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have a lot have fun of fun and do, to do. things. You know, how yeah. am I going to, chase after kids when i'm oh you know that wasn't gonna happen yeah exactly And if i was diabetic what kind of life would i have had i know you know i really like that i i feel really pretty and i i understand that i was pretty back then too realizing know that yeah i look at pictures of myself back then i'm like all right yeah i could see where I was large here, I was actually very large. I wasn't just like, oh, I'm 200 pounds and 5'10". I'm kind right. of delicious. You know, I was fucking fat, like Michelin tire man fat.
1: You know, I understand. I know what you mean. And then, like you said, looking at every So it's that's kind of where I am now is feeling good. The, feel, the good feeling has
0: to run through this as I yeah keep you walking have beautiful the path curves you that's have like thing. beautiful like i love your curves i don't have curves. oh the other thing i thought was because i'm half spanish i'm like maybe i'll have like curves when i'm thin no right. i got my dad's white plank butt <laughs> you got the white plank and that's okay butt. i got understand i look i yeah. am i am a willow tree i'm cool with that my hair is the leaves that fall towards the water you grow yeah. towards the water cool do i it. i am fine with that i this isn't me yeah and i look awesome so yeah i see i'm not trying to be vain that's the other thing no, i had to do but, i had to be like don't it's... turn into a cunt don't no. turn into one of these bitches because i saw them too at the meetings oh did uh, these you bitches who lose all the weight and then they act all superior mean girls to you i'm uh, like excuse me oh, who that's the fuck nasty. are you
1: you're like, oh, yeah. Mm. You're like, don't go Ooh. into that world.
0: But <laughs> yeah. I can wear heels, and that's pretty awesome. Oh,
1: that's rad.
0: I fucking love heels. At 5'10, I'm like six foot five. I was going to say,
1: I'm how good. does that, yeah, like, hoist oh,
0: you hell up yeah. Anymore. Yeah. I've <laughs> bought like, like impossible platform heels. Nice. It's awesome. Yeah. So, like, there's you, all I'm trying to say, guys, with, with all this sh- stuff we're talking about, right? Is there are, Good things and bad things with success and not successful stories. Yeah. I mean,
1: learn it all and stay on your path. And if you falter, don't fully beat yourself up because as even my yeah. doctor said, well, it's not totally your fault. This failed for everyone. I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's still had a part to play
0: in it, but he's well. Like, at least you're, it's you're not yeah. the total reason for failure. Yeah, really. and
1: then I'm, and I'm not. Yeah, not the total reason. And there's, there's a bunch of us apparently. Yeah, everyone who had this done.
0: Yeah, or and the talk majority, to them. the majority. Go on, yeah. Some crap band sites. I'm sure should, there's yeah. people bitching about oh, it. There, I, I bet
1: there is. Them? But yeah, but yeah, like you're and both, that's what I did. Yeah. I put
0: myself in the fray. I wanted to know what all these people journeys these people were doing i don't know weight loss surgery now but i knew it up until 2011 yeah what women were going through since the 90 men and women
1: i know that if i you know i start this again when it's like Safe times. Yeah, it is going to be going back to the groups and stuff, and then yeah, well, seeing what it is of the yeah. what this current the current environment of it is. That's
0: yeah. Yeah, I'll go with you in the sure learn it too. You, having a, a trooper with you, you know, yeah. a storm trooper. I appreciate that. You come can on, be my can gold you. leader, baby. Yes,
1: come <laughs> on, that'd be perfect. Yay! No, that is it. It is and and therapy. Yeah, find yourself a therapist if you got, yeah. if anyone's and out and there considering self- this. I
0: really totally um. I what's that word when you support doing something? <laughs> support. <laughs> <laughs> I support doing. I support doing you, your Talking thing yourself. Supportful. I yeah. know that sounds a little weird, but no, I looked but at myself so in a mirror for a year and a half. Like every, it's I was super
1: start, important. Yeah. Cause that's guys, what I, so many people don't do.
0: Yeah. Look at yourself general. in the mirror. I did this every day for almost Self affirmations?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, no, I had to teach myself to love myself. So mm-hmm. remember, guys, start baby steps. Yeah. First, I started looking at myself in the mirror. And I took me a month to look at myself in the mirror. A month. It's the hardest thing to do sometimes. Exactly. A month of doing it every day. Yeah. And then I could look at myself in the eye and be like, oh, wow, look at me. All right. And then cool, I started right? with the, yeah. I like you, Mixie. I like you, Mixie. Six months, you know? Seriously. And the then like another eight thing, months but it's for, real. I love you, Michelle. I love yeah. you, Michelle. And now oh. I can look in a mirror and say, I love you, Michelle. You rock. You know,
1: and that's so important though. It is like Stuart so awesome Smalley, but to be able to love There was yourself. truth in that SNL skit. I'm Which good SNL enough, skit. I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it, people Oh like
0: yeah. Yeah, oh yeah.
1: I always I was like that I never worry uh,
0: if people like me anymore. Well, I am so it. loud and yeah. obnoxious. I'm like, <laughs> I, I know I'm not for everyone.
1: I stopped care in late thirties, definitely forty. I was like
0: Yeah. <laughs> we have to have like a, a over 40
1: we need to have our like with gen x peeps. strikes back
0: oh my episode. god yeah. <laughs> that'd be dope yeah guys if you hear anything we're suggesting in any episode please i i could always yeah come let's do round tables we don't oh, always have love to do that. one-on-ones yeah, yeah. i want to get like past people on the show and do have like them at a gen round x
1: round table go go Fuck
0: yeah! Oh my god, I'm jumping in for that. I will wear my Betsy johnson I will put my docs on. Yeah, I'll I'll put wear, I'll on I will. I'll take one of my vintage England. betsy's Oh, that's another thing. I know. I that's still my have my Doc Martens from
1: '96 that that's I bought awesome. in the UK.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome. That's They're another awesome. thing. Yeah, I know that's my phrase, <laughs> but like. So, in when I was 18, 19, you know, and the Betsy Johnson boutiques were in the mall and oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And my friend, I worked at Tower Records where you could wear whatever you want. We had mm-hmm. all these awesome new punks and, and RIP. I miss Tower Records almost daily. Oh, yeah. I was a big tower shopper. So. The fact that you
1: worked at one, I want to, like, hug you and be like, thank you for your service. Oh, (laughs) yay.
0: I was probably, I mean, I was, I mean, I did all the bad stuff that accompanies one when working at Tower Records, but I didn't dress the part. I just dressed normally. Mm. That's another thing. After I lost weight, I could dress like me, finally. Yeah. And I wore the fuck, I all I do now is buy vintage Betsy John. Not as much anymore, but... I was so envious of my friend who worked for the Betsy Johnson boutique. And she had all these amazing clothes. And then all the bitches on friends wore Betsy Johnson all the time. I'm like, you know, if I could compare to Phoebe, I should be wearing Betsy Johnson. <laughs> and so after I lost all the weight, I went on Etsy and bought vintage Betsy's. That's and awesome. And I have like 10 of them now. And it's awesome. And I could be the Phoebe me all the, the Phoebe time.
1: that you were meant to be.
0: Yes, I have. I have. One Betsy Johnson that mirrors something. I have a couple Betsy's that mirror things Lisa Kudrow has worn on the show. That's
1: cool. Yeah. I had a lot of friends who wore Betsy, and I was so jealous.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. And then then Betsy
1: again. She actually started to make plus-size clothes, and I have a dress now.
0: Oh, yay. I heard she came back. Or her brand, or I don't know how
1: much she helms it, but... so there were a few options not as much cameo maybe maybe we should
0: cameo her um that would be awesome actually (laughs) tell her open her lady mouth yeah seriously because i got a lot of her her purses and sunglasses
1: i got a lot of her jewelry (laughs) yeah exactly
0: oh i have so much betsy she's my favorite designer yeah she was the 90s gen x girl exactly oh my god betsy and Docs. yeah i mean classic
1: so I do have a dress.
0: What does it look like?
1: It's uh, it's it's um, it's black or like a dark navy with little polka dots. And oh, cool. it's kind of like a, it has an empire waist and a little like sequin cherry thing right here on the like, belt oh, line, cute. like a yeah. sequin cherry, like applique. Yeah. It's cute. I mean, what's crazy is I still haven't worn it and I bought it last year. Oh. Because I was going to wear it to work, and then I didn't, and then everything happened.
0: Well, just wear it for you now. That's no, another gonna, thing, guys. I'm go wear grocery shopping you. tomorrow. <laughs> yes, you should. I have totally celebrated that uh, aspect of losing weight. I will wear anything anywhere. I want to dress as well. up. I'm going to dress up. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just I've been makes getting you feel out good. Of t-shirts lately. I've been like trying to just wear more feminine things, you know, yeah. and more dresses. Well, I brought all my
1: you now my summer dresses are out, and then I haven't put a lot of them on because I wasn't doing anything and i was like even well you know i went and Why got my allergy shots I, I went and got my allergy shots a couple of weeks ago and i put on like one of my favorite summer dresses i was like Meh, let's get dressed up to get my allergy shots <laughs> and everyone else is like oh you look cute that's fun and i was like i was just i was wearing too many pajamas
0: <laughs> i'm like yeah. i had to put a dress on to see you guys today even t-shirts I, these I love days it. i'm like i want to dress up more now
1: yeah it makes you feel good my dad that's something my dad used to say that i always liked he'd say if you don't feel good dress up and it'll help you like mm-hmm. he's like put on something nice you might feel it. his mom would say that so i remember he would said Aww. that to me before and it's always in my head he's like if you're feeling a little like bad or bummed out or not so good he's like put something on that makes you happy and it kind of like pops the mood up
0: but yeah that's a a wonderful sentiment a yeah. Especially for wrapping up this episode, which I'm sorry, I have to hobbit out of here. No, hobbit it, it up because I like, got to pee
1: and get my water's empty anymore. It's like I need night, more.
0: Breakfast time. Yeah. night breakfast
1: time. <laughs> night, bre- <laughs> night breakfast. Night <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> that could be the name of your radio breakfast. show if oh, you did I'm gonna like make pirate eggs radio. eggs and
0: cheese for night breakfast. you sounds good. Eggs and cheese. Eggs and okay. cheese. Egg. <laughs> <laughs> or egg and cheese. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Lady Mouth. Everything thank you for having you... me on again. Oh, my God. I want you on a million more times. I'll be here. My God, you're my only hope, Allie. No, Help baby. me, Allie Juan. You're my only hope.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, Allie Juan. I'm going be with you,
0: too. You could call Yay. me that. Allie Juan. Go for it. You're going to make Ed call you that in bed? He probably would. He'd laugh and do it. <laughs> You, you guys so definitely hilarious. say I know and I love you to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody. Allie, thank you. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> thank Thanks, Thank you girl. for talking us today. Yay.
2: Good morrow, mine Kiottis. Tis I, your once and future pal, Old Matty. Through fortuitous wheeling and ordealing, Old Matty bamboozled, hoodwinked, and duped himself an official "That's Not Canon" Productions podcast. Delicious word sandwich. The only podcast that transforms literary readables into scrumptious edibles, and the only literature podcast ever made, probably. Get a questionable recipe and an impeccable book breakdown all in one. By the month, as Old Matty reviews a New Yorker short story. Share some advice from the almighty titan, and Old Matty's idol, Ernest Hemingway. Then finally. Transforms every element of classic novels into ingredients. Example: Marvel as I turn the Maltese Falcon's cynical characters into smoky bitter cheese, and its hard-boiled plot into an egg, shell included. All the while, Delicious Word Sandwich chronicles Old Maddie's madcap misadventures in which he conquers death. So be sure to catch Delicious Word Sandwich on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and in your demonically possessed spaghetti. Until then, farewell, my chupas. Uh, that's Not Gunner kind of Productions podcast.
0: Oh, wait one second. Uh, Morgan is making her own Cheerios right now. Go, go, go. Sorry.
2: (laughs) It's okay. We don't want her to pour the milk. That's not, yeah.